0: We will continue what we are learning, the holy letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12, what we are going into, very deep, the difference between the act of charity and the inner dimension of charity, but the shir is l'schus, v'hinde Bas with the whole idea of ma'isa or avoid this whether we're dealing with the actual physical act of charity, the mere act of the transference of money from one person to the next, which means the integration of unity, In the physical brute world. To take something that's mine and to give it to you. And how that brings peace on the world. And then. To be involved in a deeper dimension. Of charity. The inner dimension. The compassion. To release the core of a person's soul which is his russa d'aliba, his will of his heart, the core energy, an infinity that lies in a person's heart. And we're going very deep into this to understand this most magical idea That on one level, one level, when we say that the whole entire Torah was given for Rahmanis, the whole entire Torah was given to generate compassion. Kasuv Rahmana, Rahmana libe boy. Whenever we describe God, we, say, whenever we describe the Torah, which the Torah is the blueprint, the canvas, the blueprint, the architectural plans of the world from God. We say, Kosuv Rahmana. the way the merciful one has written, the compassionate one has written. And we say, Rahmana lieber boy, the compassionate one wants the heart to understand this in its unbelievable revolution, which is that the Torah was given to create Rachmanus, to create the perfect harmony Mm -hmm. of compassion. Mm -hmm. And that idea is the beginning of all wisdom, because Adam and Chava was the general idea. But when you look in the holy Hasidic masters, what they explained, the story is not what it seems. It seems like Odom and Chava, as we explained articulately in the past, the details that Odom represented the soul, Chava represented the body, the Nakhash represented idealization of the body, the fruit of knowledge is that knowledge of the idealization of the body where the fruit itself was more body than spirit than energy and the rest is history where they became conscious internally conscious of their separateness of their ego and therefore they became shameful they they evoked shame in each other they had their own shame the sense of competition the inferiority the way you have a hold over me, and the way I hold a hold over you, where I create imbalance and you create imbalance in me. And this is the perpetual shame that's in man. Our perpetual separateness. How we want to do good for good, for unity, and we want to do good for separateness, to stifle, to 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 overpower, to enlarge him. To become more selfish, which means to create the self, to create this animalistic version of me, which is an illusion, of course, because we all are one, and our primary feature is our consciousness, our intelligence, but because we are created separate, and we were created in the image of God, which God is one. We all have this from our body. We all have this idea that we are separate and we are the owners because we came from God. And this is a tremendous metaphor, but on a deeper level, it's the story of man, the body. When we say that Kava was born from the hip or from the bone of Adam, we say, in essence, what we are saying is that man, when we look at the Jewish nation, we say the Jewish nation was born as the first woman, as the woman of God. So that means they were taken from the bone of God. Right, If we say that the metaphor of Adam and Chava, the way they were split up as two, is the metaphor of the Jewish people and God being split with the creation of the world. And the soul that's deep in my body is the soul of God, is a part of God. So if we are saying that the Jewish people were taken from that bone, what we are essentially explaining the reason why the Chaiti Tzedas was destined to happen because everyone's body the body couldn't have been created by spirituality a body couldn't have been created by the light of God it could only have been from the essence of God because where does the essence of God come from? It comes from himself and this is a very deep concept in Hasidic philosophy the essence of God came from himself and because our bodies were created from that highest level therefore our bodies feel like we are we came from ourselves that's why a human being doesn't feel like he has a father or mother he doesn't feel like he has to listen to anyone both men and women have this idea that they are the owners of the world they the whole world's for them and this we take from our body because our body was created by the essence of God And the essence of God came from within himself So deep inside our body we have this identity When it's separate from its source When we use it out for on us, the shadow of death When we use it out as a copy When it comes when we just take that idea and we hijack it That is the root of all suffering, the root of all ego the root of all fights and drama and jealousy and competition. And this started already with Adam and Chava, Where as soon as they ate internally from the fr- fruit of knowledge to know my body is to know that I'm different than you. And we went very deep into this to understand the enormity and the panoramic view of the whole Torah. So when we look at Adam and Chava, we look at this failure, and we ask, what is the fixing of this failure? How will we fix this? Why is this world called Olam tikun Olam. Where does this come from? The idea of fixing. What are we fixing? We're fixing the Chetet And the holy Kabbalistic masters and the Hasidic masters explain that the world, the way it was created on day one, was destined to to generate this sin of jealousy, this sin of inferiority. Where I know myself, I instantly am embarrassed by you because I see areas where you're better than me, where it makes me feel inferior to you. And I'm instantly trying to overwhelm and make myself be better than, so I can be significant, which is an imbalance, which means that I introduce bad into everything good, and good and bad becomes mixed. Bad meaning I'm doing it for selfish reasons, to feel self, to feel separate, and good means I'm doing it to connect. But we never can tell what's good and what's bad because everything is so imeshed, so, so mixed up. And for that we were given the whole te- the Holy Torah, our Martin Torah, to decipher, to be able to generate God on us and to be able to refine the world that the bad in the world and the body in the world should be refined to the point That there's only the good in the body, which is the essence of God, which is allowing for the essence of God to be revealed. And this is the tremendous temptation and fragmentation and refinement and struggle that we have in this world. But come the Hasidic masters and explain that this is the secret of man, that Odom and Chava were supposed to be creating compassion. Because compassion is the rectification, the prevention, but also the rectification of the Chetit Do you see the enormity of this? We are not just trying to connect Adam and Chava physically, that they should make more children. We're not trying to conquer the world and bring in a lot of children into the world. That is not the goal of life. The goal of life is to bring in compassionate children into the world. The goal of life is to bring in enlightened children in the world. The goal of life is not to just make man in God's image and then watch him corrupt that image and cause the Noach's flood. Not to watch the Asavs and Yishmol's of the world decay and corrupt the divine image, the Tzalem Alekim. The whole idea is that we were made in God's image, means that we have the ten energies in us. Ten energies, which are t- ten energies, which primarily are my intelligence, three. My heart, which the core of it is compassion, but there's the right and the left of the heart. There's the love and the feeling, and then the compassion of the heart, and my torso which is my body my ability my ability to take all that and to give it further to actually give it to another person so intelligence is not enough because intelligence is just about knowing in the spiritual world there's intelligence and emotions the heart is not enough because even if i have the greatest compassion in the world the greatest compassion in the world. But if I sit in my place, if I sit in my space, and I imagine, and I talk about it, and I generate, ultimately it means nothing. If we sit at this Sheer, and we learn about compassion, and we get so inflamed, we have done the mitzvah of the Torah to its completion. If we got to a space where Rahman of the Rachamim of Hashem, it takes you over during the during the learning where you feel God's presence while you're learning. But then you don't get up and actually compassionately give to a poor man. You don't suffer with another person. You don't listen to another person's suffering. You don't absorb. You don't magnetize and pull out the suffering from another person if you don't actually do it in reality. If you don't make it real, if you don't bring it down to the feminine, down to this material world, You don't bring it down to your torso, to your feet, to your hands, to your activity. You don't bring it into your world of action. It means nothing or pass away with the sands of time. Yes, you'll get reward for that in the heavenly worlds. Yes, you will see the awesome revelation of understanding the unity that you have created within your body temporarily while you learned these ideas where you became refined and you've allowed God to reveal himself in you. And in that space, you've you've had the revelation of God on some level, the knowledge of God. And in that space, you have learned the Torah, which is one of the mitzvahs of the Torah. But actual compassion You may be brought compassion on yourself by becoming one with God's knowledge, but actual compassion to be a partner with the divine, to create the world, to change the world, to actually actively, not passively, not recipiently, but to actively change the world. You must take your compassion, your heart, and you must bring it into action. You must make it real. You must birth. You must give birth to something new, which is tzedakah. And that is the awesome thing, what he's trying to explain in this letter. It doesn't matter at the end of the day if that tzedakah is an activity. Just merely giving a thousand dollars to the poor man and changing his life. Because all of it's worth it. Even if you have the shomer of tzedakah, the body of tzedakah, the of tzedakah, it's much better if you have berecher, If you have the meaning of tzedakah If you have the compassion If you're giving tzedakah and your intelligence And your emotions, your heart Your love and your feeling Of the suffering of the poor man Generates a deep suffering to give him So intimately and so connectively Of course it's so much better if the If the coin is raging With fire of love A love that's born from shame A love that's born from connectivity from intimacy, from knowing the other person, from wanting to listen to him, from eliminating all shame where he shared with you his plight. So he's given you the ability to feel him and you've given, you've felt him. So you've taken from him and you've become one and you generated compassion. Of course, that's wonderful. But the whole idea is that we take the intelligence of this world, the intelligence that we have, and we bring it into our compassion But then we make the compassion real. We bring it into physical body. We bring it into activity. We bring it into my torso, which means my feet literally leave the sheer, literally leave the shoal, literally leave leave the home. And my intelligence and compassion compel me to actually engage in the act of compassion, actively, even passively. But to do it for real, because the body is the purpose. The purpose is the actual Act of compassion. Even the mere act is the purpose. It is much better to actually do the act than to just generate compassion. If you just generate compassion in your she'er and you have such a tremendous amount of pain for the poor man, you're suffering with it. But it's all intelligently or it's all emotionally. But you never brought it into activity. You suffer with him. You krechts with him. You feel his plight and you cry for him. But you do nothing. It's better to do one little action than have a thousand crying with the poor man. This is a tremendous idea of what he's trying to explain over here in this parak That the failure of Adam and Chave Is the rectification that we're engaging in for thousands of years, which means to create compassion, to create not just the intelligence of compassion, like we're learning about now, not just the feeling of compassion, but the actual body of compassion, the doing of the compassion and how beautiful it is, how lucky we could be if we can generate the knowledge and to generate the fire of compassion and then to actually give from that space. Then we have engaged in our of We have engaged in something far beyond my tzedakah. But the activity, the body is the purpose of the world. The activity alone, the my tzedakah alone is shalom. The activity alone, even if I don't know nothing about intelligence, just like we talked about yesterday about Shabbos. When it comes to Shabbos, Shabbos is the spirit of life. Body and soul are translucent. You see from the body, you see the soul, from the soul, you see the body. When it comes to tzedakah, zacham et shamar the maisa alone, the activity alone is shalom. It brings compassion on this world. Doesn't matter what your thoughts are. Doesn't matter your activity. Doesn't matter where you are. The beauty of this world is that when you actually gain a physicality for yourself, you destroy your life. You make yourself suffering. But if you engaged, if you wrote that check, if you served that meal to the poor man, but you were totally involved in something else, you have brought compassion on this world. You've changed the poor man. You restored his soul. You woke up that flame in him. The flame of yearning has become fulfilled. The flame of hope. And you've created compassion. And that's the beauty of this world. How do I deal with this selfishness? If myself, my body is given for another, an activity, even if I don't have the intelligence and the feeling of compassion, I've created compassion nonetheless. That's the beauty of this world. If there's a moment of intimacy, no matter where, the husband or wife could be in a total different space. There could be no unity. But a child is born because the act of this world, the activity that there is in this world, the activity of giving, is the activity of shalom, is the activity of peace. And that is what he's explaining over here. What, what we, We're going so deep into this for so long. To understand that Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov is the building of the Jewish heart. We don't want a heart that's going to fail again. So Avram epitomizes the right side of the heart, Chesed. And Yitzchak epitomizes the left side of the heart, Gvura, the feeling and the awe. And the emptiness and the yearning. And Yaakov represents the marrying of them, both of them. And every Jew is given this Yerusha, is given this inheritance of the perfect harmony and blend of masculine energy, feminine energy, and integration of them both, of the giving and the feeling and the taking. The giving and the selfishness and how they unite together in a way that I'm going to give for myself to another person. And this is why we're going so deep into this because the creation of the world is to create compassion. But it's not just to generate compassion. It's to create compassion. Do you see that the birth of this nation was the creativity of compassion? Avram was the beginning. Ubi Yitzchak yikara And in Yitzchak, not entire Yitzchak. Yitzchak also gives birth to Esau which is selfishness from the body. But the body has no meaning if it's selfish. Chava, adam they recognized that body. It didn't end well. But Yaakov, Yaakov also comes from Yitzchak. And from within Yitzchak, you will call them the children. B'nai Yisrael, B'nai Yaakov, Beis Yaakov. The men and women from the family of Yaakov, of Yisrael. And that's called creating compassion. You see the birth of this nation. B'nai Yisrael, means the B'nai, the children of compassion. They were created. There was a tremendous evolution, told us Adam. Hundreds of years until Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were born. We say it, we don't stop for a minute. This is the whole Jewish identity. This is the purpose of the Torah. This is the story of our life. To generate compassion. And if we generate compassion in the most internal way, the way he's explaining it over here, That means we have activated our right and our left and our center, whether we're a man or woman. Then we have connected intelligence and action, activity. We've connected the purpose of the world. We've connected God to this physical world. And then I become a beacon of compassion where I look at my parents and I look at my spouse and I look at my children, I look at the poor man and I look at everybody and I realize that I'm here to generate compassion. I'm here to give them when I'm giving them, we're creating compassion because my heart is not just generating compassion for myself but it's generated a compassion where i connecting with the whole world's physical level on a physical level, which means rachamim, compassion, this heart, this core is the unity of soul and body. It's the unity of the selfishness of man. We have 15 million people in the Jewish nation. So many different types of strands of Judaism. Everybody thinking they have the right way. My father, my way, my inclination, my understanding. You got it wrong. I got it right. How do we make unity? How do we take that Abraham Avinu love and make that real? That's through compassion. It's everything I have and everything I own. Everything I I cultivated. It's all there for you then there's no way that my nurturing, my own identity will be in contradiction to you because my body and everything I have is made for you. But who is, what's that program language? That is Rahamin. That is compassion. That is when I realized that everything is meant to be able to be a partner with God, to give to another person. So the whole birth of this nation was to create compassion, and intricate, highly sensitive details in every parsha and sefer Bereishis to explain to you how is this nation born? The nation you're looking at is a nation of compassion, and deep within all of them, they could generate the core of their heart, which will allow for unity between all people, where bodies and the corruption of the chetitzedas will not have a hold, because they avas chinam in this nation, not seen as chinam from the where you're better than me I'm better than you we're competing with each other but to get deep into the heart which is the core of my soul which is trapped in my body and to realize that I'm really B'nai Yisrael I'm not what I look like on the outside I may dress with the dress of Asaf. I may go into the world and work but all of that is to give it away to Tzedakah all of that is the one moment in time when I'm going to connect with you where I eliminate boundaries where I'm going to have Yaakov energy, where I'm going to have a love that's born from shame to ask myself, why am I better than you spiritually? Why am I the rich one? You're the poor one. And to realize when I look at the poor man spiritually, the person who's not doing the way I want, to have compassion on him, just like I have compassion on the poor man physically. And to understand that is the purpose of the world. And in that space... You transform your own world now. Avodah Tzedakah unleashes the core of your soul, which is Rachamim, which is the Rachamim of Hashem. And then you become a partner for Hashem, for Yudke Kei for the name of Hashem, which means Rachamim. And then Rachamim dwells in your home. Yud Gimamidah the energy of Hashem, the hovering energy comes narrowed down, deep within you that you feel it because you felt the poor man suffering. You become the creator of the world. You become selfless. To be able to feel a poor man is not is not a selfish behavior. It's not somebody something somebody could do after the Khait it's. It's only from being born from this nation by Shanam Rahmanam and It starts with a shame. It's a compassion that's born out of shame. Why am I better than you? Not that I'm better than you from the Khait Adam other Chava feel like they're better than each other. But I'm only better than you, so I can give myself to you. And even in marriage, to cultivate this in the most holistic way. Where the competition is not even real. It's to create my selfishness so I can give myself to you. So I can know I'm a man. So I can show you that I'm all for you. Which is the woman. Or I can know I'm the woman. I know the hold. I have all of you. And it's all so I can surrender and devote myself to you. Where we can be interchangeable. Where we're desperate for each other. We're nothing without the other person. To allow each other to be the giver. All the time. To show that I'm getting far more than I'm giving. Whether I'm giving or getting. That is the beginning of compassion. And that is the purpose of the world. And that's where the title was made. And That is the gift that we were given to be able to be a partner with God in this compassion. And it's in the messianic era where you will see the transformation. The physical transformation we made in this world through engaging in this. But the goal is to engage in it in Misa. At least in Misa. At least in activity. And it should not remain a theory. Because when you do that, you forever change your world.